Okay, The Buckin' Over, episode 25. Daily overs at 12, 12, and 2. Season win total 11 out of 65. We've got Game 3, Pirates and Reds, JT Brubaker and Tyler Ma- Molly. I'm never going to say that name right. Uh, pitching for the respective clubs, the Perez is right. I mean, JT Brubaker had a great start, but where are the bats? That's what I need to know. Where are the bats? And uh, we got the ghost of Redbeard's past. So all of that and more coming up on this episode of The Bucket Over. catcher debacle yesterday Pirates called up Michael Perez rejoins the club this year first time gets the start give Andrew Knapp a little resty poo and in the top of the second after Sawinski fielder's choice Michael Perez hits a home run and it's 2-0 so okay way to make the most of an opportunity good job Michael Perez Lights out pitching. I took a little nap, woke up in the six, but through five, great pitching. You're thinking, Pirates, going to get a W for their starter, finally. It's pitching well. It's 2 nothing. We got a good bullpen. Let's lock it down. Dylan Peters, who's been very good, hasn't given up a run yet. He comes in, bottom of the sixth. You get a soft single by Drury. And then three straight walks, unable to find the plate. And these weren't, I don't think, necessarily bad calls. They were just he couldn't find the plate. Walks Moustakis, Stevenson, and Pham. It's 2-1. to one. So Shelton comes in and brings Heath Hembry in. Gets a strikeout. You're going, okay. Still no outs, by the way. Hembry comes in, gets the strikeout. You're going, okay. We're going to get out of this. Double play, boom. Except Colin Moran at the plate. At, uh, at the plate. He hits a bomb. Grand slam, 5-2. to two. And that just derailed any momentum. It was pretty much game over from then. Top of the eighth, though. Moretta comes in, which was yesterday's opener. And Brian Reynolds, I mean, if there was a way to assign a pitcher to a batter, Brian Reynolds would take Moretta every time. Another home run. Had one yesterday. Has one today. 5-3. to three. So then you're thinking, okay, a couple runs. Baseball, there's no time limit. We can come back. Bottom of the eighth, Chase DeYoung in. Hits Farmer. Colin Moran at the, pat, or at the plate. Home run. A second home run. Makes it 7-3. to three. That is the final score, and that was the bucking over. Over-under was at 8, and we got to 10. So the bucking over streaking a little bit. We're up to 5 in a row. But Pirates dropped 2 of 3 to the Reds. We'll get this out of the way first. Colin Moran, 0 home runs, batting 200, right at the Mendoza line, coming into today. So there's going to be an instant overreaction. Colin Moran, wow, why didn't the Pirates keep him? 
Maybe they should have. I mean, I think he's getting paid a million this year. Yoshi's, what, four million, I think. So maybe they should have kept Colin Moran. But they both stink. I mean, you're not good either way. I don't know. There's going to be a very over, there's going to be a huge overreaction to all of this just because it's Colin Moran. But they both stink. So don't, you know, don't get too excited. Although, six RBIs for Colin, never been done before in his career, so have a day, Colin. Congrats to you, I guess. And that brings me to my next point. You can't expect starting pitchers to get wins when the offense is putting up three hits. And the only hit through, I don't know, like six innings was the guy you just called up yesterday. You have Sawinski call up this year, Perez called up yesterday, and your staple, Reynolds, those are your three hits. Chavis, who everybody wants in the lineup every day, over four. Gamo, who's been very hot, so hit a bump today, over four, three strikeouts. Vogelback, over four. He's that's pretty much, you know, I don't know. He could probably walk more, maybe get some singles more. He was hitting the ball hard though. Bad luck for him. Brian Hayes, I don't, you know, resting, I guess. They just had four, five days off in a row or something. You know, you had Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, all off. But, you know, getting a rest in. I know they play 14 days in a row. But, you know, against a team like the Reds, I would feel like you would want to push your chips and try to beat the Reds before going to the Dodgers. I feel like you have a better chance against the Reds. Zach Thompson, though, had a hell of a game. Apparently, afterwards, uh, Derek Shelton said he had a bug or some sort of wasn't feeling great the night before. They weren't sure he was going to pitch. They were hoping they can get three innings out of him. He pitched five innings, no earned runs, six strikeouts, two hits. It's the Reds, of course, but, I mean, what, what more do you want from your starter? For the people, you know, say, oh, he should have stayed in. Why didn't you pitch him more? I mean, he was gassed. He was absolutely exhausted. He had no energy. There's no way he was going to get through the get through the sixth. And speaking of the sixth inning, you know Shelton uses Bednar in the eighth, calls him a high leverage situ- situation. Once Peters gets into trouble and he's walking batters, and you obviously you can't locate today. Would why wouldn't you bring? Would you bring Bednar in? You know, throw some fire. Get a couple strikeouts, get a ground out. I mean, he's your best bullpen arm. You got bases loaded, no outs. What better time to bring in your best pitcher? If this is really how you view your bullpen, as we don't have defined roles, we're going to bring in our best pitchers in the key moments. This was a key moment. You shut that down, don't allow a run, or only allow one run, you kind of take the momentum away from them a little bit. If you're worried about his arm... You know, because he pitched yesterday. You want to use him for the Dodgers. I mean, I don't know. I'm not sure how close you think the games are going to be against the Dodgers in the next three days. Of course, it's baseball. Anything can happen. But I feel like in that situation, you would want to lock up a win against a bad team. That's just my opinion. I was just curious. I was. I'm curious to... Maybe get in the head of Shelton a little bit and wonder if, you know, he thought about bringing Bednar in for that spot. If he's really not going to do defined closers roles and bring in 
his best pitchers against, you know, the, you know, the high leverage situations, I guess you call it. But anyway, either way, losing two out of the three to these Reds, it's, you know, it's not great. But the Reds, they're not, I mean, they're three and 22. They were going to figure it out eventually. They're going to get some wins. They're not going to lose 140 games this year. They just aren't. They're probably a 100-loss team, which means they have another, you know, 55 wins in them. With five months to go, it's 10, 10 wins a month. And that's still tragic. It's still a tragic team. I mean, you look at their schedule. Braves, Rockies, Cardinals, Padres. They've been playing good teams. The Braves have been playing good teams. They haven't been playing chumps. So, you know, the Pirates had the Cubs, who aren't very good. And they've had some, you know, they've had St. Louis, and they've had some tough teams too. That's why they have the record they have, pretty much right down the road, 11 and 16. It just, you know, it is what it is. That's baseball. Teams are going to win random weird games that you don't expect. We're still in May. We're still figuring out these teams, all of them across the league. You don't know who's who. So you just put it behind you. Look forward. Look forward to the future. Speaking of the future, a little bit of minor league news. Uh, Henry Davis promoted to double A today. He was absolutely destroying the ball in Greensboro. He had like five home runs, batting over 350. So, well-deserved to him. Let's see it continue. I read on Twitter, you know, he's on pace to join the Pirates next year. He'll probably get a spring training invite. I'll probably send him down in April. He'll probably come up in June. So, June 2023, look for Henry Davis. So, that's some positive news. Good to see Henry Davis, your number one pick, doing well in the system. Development is critical. Dodgers coming to town. That's your next games. Next series. Dodgers, Pirates tomorrow night. Dodgers coming off a fresh sweep of the Cubs. 3-0. Handled them pretty uh, pretty easily. Nothing really close. You got Julio Arias versus Jose Quintana at PNC Park. Come on down. See your buckos. Julio Arias... 1.88 ERA, 2-1, 19 strikeouts over 24 innings pitched. Jose Quintana, 0-1, 3.38 ERA, 20 strikeouts over 24 innings pitched. So looking forward to that tomorrow. I'll be at work. Of course, you also have the Pens game tomorrow, so kind of have a Bucks and Pucks thing going on. Uh, we'll see how, if I wasn't working, it'd be a heck of a game to go to, I think the ballpark's going to be empty tomorrow with the Penguins game. Go get a cheap ticket, work your way down. Have a hot dog, enjoy some baseball. Alright, bucking over. Streaking 5, 13, 12, and 2. Season win totals at 11 out of 65. We got this new series against the Dodgers. Fresh start. Forget about the Reds. It's old news. Except we'll see them this weekend coming up, so not too old. But that's the beauty of baseball. You put a bad series behind you, you start fresh. You get a win against the Dodgers tomorrow and everyone forgets about the previous game. Yeah, let's get one tomorrow.
enjoying the Buckinover content, be sure to follow me over at Twitter at Buckinover, TikTok at the Buckinover, and on YouTube, the Buckinover, to follow along with your buckos all year long.